flag above my door. I'm in love and always will be. Dido and White Flag, that'll take you back a while, but what a great song. And that's uh, the choice of the A-team, the Jet Set Breakfast. And on that team, once again, I mentioned uh, Dwalani on news, Zalma on decks, Zai on sports and production, and Undosh, who's the Makulubas today. So there we go. It's 11 past seven. You're with SAFM 104 to 107, and uh, you are with the Jet Set Breakfast. We're going to start with a climate story. You know, the end of August always signals the arrival of the pollen season, and they are saying that it could possibly be more troublesome this year as uh, we see tree pollen counts surging and also the impact, of course, on COVID. It may uh, see certain symptoms overlapping. On the line with us, we've got Professor Johnny Peter. He's the head of Cape Town University's Lung Institute Allergy and Immunology Unit. Prof. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I'm absolutely brilliant. How are you? I hear it's uh, cold and wet down your way. Yes, unfortunately it is, yeah. It mm. is start, the start of September is supposed to be spring, but tends to bring rain and cake. <laughs> yeah, and I, I saw some photos of snow on Table Mountain, which looked positively like the Alps or something. It was really quite extraordinary. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. Prof, let's talk about, um, you know, it's interesting, you are part of the Lung Institute's Allergy and Immunology Unit, which of course means that uh, part of the conversations that you guys are having, I'm sure, are linked to COVID-19 and the pandemic. But what it does then, I suppose, see is uh, make uh, people very, very uncomfortable as uh, the symptoms overlap between allergy season, spring and COVID-19. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, I mean, one of the, you know, we, we, year on year, we, over the last couple of years and globally, there's been uh, data to suggest that climate change is driving the seasonal pollen levels up um, and worsening seasonal allergies. So we already know that about 20% of South Africans will suffer with allergic rhinitis, and most of that will be, a lot of that will be seasonal allergies, and a good part of those as well will have asthma. And so, and so every year we, you know, face this problem. We don't exactly know at the beginning of the season how it's going to look in terms of the fact that local weather, and you know, like for instance, a few years back we had that drought, and after that we had a terrible allergy season. But this year the main problem is that we've got, you know, COVID around. And yeah. that means that, you know, every time somebody's sneezing or coughing or doing something like that, you know, people are worried either themselves or other people are looking at them worried that they've got COVID. And so one, one of the things we thought is that we should really flag up where people can find out about the pollen counts yeah. to that um, people, you know, the counts are climbing at the moment. And like in Johannesburg, we're seeing off the chart levels of plane tree pollen in the huh. air this, this very week. Um, and then also to highlight the differences and overlaps between the symptoms. So are we, you say off the charts uh, up in Joburg, and I have to say I suffer terribly from this, as do a couple of my friends as well. And is this something to do with climate change? Is there a shift in the way um, the plants are, are, are responding? What is it? Yeah, we, we don't know from the, the Southern Hemisphere, which is part of the reason why we put together this South African pollen monitoring network across the country. It's actually to address this question with some of our other Southern Hemisphere colleagues. But in the Northern Hemisphere, where they've been 
they've got about 500 pollen monitoring stations in, in, in some, in like across Europe and the US. And what their data suggests is that by 2050, pollen levels are going to be four times what they are now. And that is directly related to the greenhouse gas effect and the temperatures, which are literally like fertilizer for pollen. So it's like literally the total biomass is going to go up. And then not only that, what's also a bit alarming is that, is that with climate change, when areas, you know, warm, then invasive species, so allergenic species, will invade into that area. So, for instance, ragweed is a good example. Ragweed is, is, is currently sort of spreading across Europe. And, and it's sensitizing new people because it's incredibly allergenic because not all plants are the same in their ability to cause allergies. So I think that we, we definitely, over the next, you know, probably year on year, you don't necessarily see such a big difference. But over the coming years, unfortunately, we will see a difference. And it is attributable to climate change. Prof, explain to us what the absolute difference is between, um, for example, COVID-19 system, uh, symptoms and hay fever symptoms. I mean, we do share certain symptoms, but there must be differences. Yeah, so I think the encouraging thing for listeners uh, and for doctors is that there's even a small study where people that had allergic rhinitis and COVID could separate them out in about 90% of cases. And what I like to say is that for allergies, allergies itch. So if the nose is itching and you're sneezing and it's running and your eyes are itching, that is much more likely to be allergic-related symptoms. On, in contrast, COVID the characteristic symptoms for COVID are body aches, muscle aches, um, headaches, fever, um, and these symptoms almost never occur in the context of allergy, and and obviously fatigue, like extreme fatigue. So, so I think that the the you know there are overlaps in the sense that both can cause a blocked nose or a runny nose or some sneezing, and maybe a sore throat and some postnasal drip. But I think that there are enough differences that you know listeners should feel confident, and then of course. We're publishing the, the weekly pollen counts on www.pollencounts.co.za. And what that should allow people to do is also keep a, keep a tab on what's going on. So right now, if you're in Joburg and you are sensitized to trees and you're having really a lot of problems, you can be fairly relaxed that that is not COVID, that that in fact is allergies. I'm so relieved because I'll tell you what, sniffing, running nose, itch, 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 itch is, uh, I think, what many uh, Joburgers are feeling at the moment. So how do you actually measure the pollen count? I mean, you've got this fantastic website which goes, okay, here's your pollen count. How do you measure that? So it's pollen is measured through what we call a Burkhard trap. And literally, it's, it's something that sits on a roof about 10 meters above the ground, and it, it points to the wind. And then it sucks in air at a very set rate, and that, that air flows into the, the machine, and it goes around, and literally, it's kind of old-fashioned, but in a way, the pollen comes in there, and then it's like inside there's a drum with literally almost like a sticky tape. And what happens is the, that drum slowly moves over the course of a week, and the pollen sticks to it. And then what we do is, we, that is where the hard part and the expertise come in. We've got specialists, we call them aerobiologists, and they're very knowledgeable in identifying the different pollen grains, and they literally take out the strip and look at it under the microscope and then use some fancy math to calculate from that how much pollen of, of each kind was in the air on a particular day. So, in fact, I'm looking at the reporter uh, date, 28 August on the pollen count. Cape Town yep. is uh, looking, their overall risk is looking pretty high, but yep. Joburg is like in the red. There's like a flashing red light as opposed yep. to yep. Um, 
uh, in our overall risk. And, and the area that's giving us a, a major overall risk is, in fact, weed pollen. Tree pollen and uh-huh. weed pollen. Grass pollen and mold spores we're still okay on. But, uh, Correct. And then I look at Bloemfontein and their overall risk is, is, is ambery. And they've yep. got, obviously, tree pollen uh, uh, risk. It's very interesting. It's great. Durban and Port Elizabeth, you guys are rocking it. Must be because it's yep. pouring with yep. rain in Durban and Port Elizabeth, maybe it's a bit cold. So the pollen's not, not an issue there. Yeah, 100%. So we use that traffic, what we call a traffic light system. Yeah. So that's how our website uses it. And, and what that allows is we've got a little key below, which kind of gives indication of what we should, uh, you know, what should happen. Uh, and, and the sort of precaution that people should take or how people are going to be affected if the levels are certain are high in a certain way. I mean, you're suggesting that the Cape Town um, is high and that um, very allergic patients and asthmatics should stay uh, indoors. And in Joburg, outdoor activities should be avoided altogether. Jeez, this is, this is, <laughs> this yeah, is fact, serious stuff. One of the stuff. things, uh, Michelle, that we are interested in is that this year, I think there might be a silver lining to the whole universal masking in COVID. Yeah. Because people wearing a mask, I mean, pollen grains are quite big. Um, and I don't think it will be 100% effective, but I'm, I'm quite confident that it might make a difference for allergy sufferers too, okay. wearing a mask. So that's a good thing. So, in fact, if you want to uh, stop your allergies and uh, COVID at the same time, wear a mask. I mean, you know that the, the advantages of wearing a mask are endless, here. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> People don't recognize you either. Exactly. Prof. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. That's Professor Johnny Peters, the head of the University of Cape Town's Lung Institute's Allergy and Immunology Unit. Fascinating. I mean, actually, the website is so useful. Uh, you go to pollen count, P O L L E N count, one word, dot co dot za, and you can check out uh, what the pollen count is like in your neighborhood, in your city, uh, in your province, and what that indeed means for you as well.